0: series which is now finally available to buy in the united states click on the banner on one of us order today and join in the fun now because delicious volume two yum 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 is coming really soon a perfect gift for your child or those of you who are forever young at heart one of us strongly recommends this one
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to another flaming Hot review with the Screener Squad. I've got Mike and Jordan with me. Say hi, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everyone? I'm flaming, but for a whole different reason.
2: I get it, because lesbians.
3: Oh, what? No, I just mean I live in Arkansas. But also I'm a raging dyke.
1: <laughs> so many layers to that joke. Today, we're talking about... Disney, Hulu, you know, basically Disney and Fox. They put out this movie called Flamin' Hot, which is the story of Richard Montanez. And basically, he's a janitor in a California Frito-Lay warehouse. And
2: he, he was a, a high
1: school dropout turned gangster turned janitor. Exactly. Yeah, like he had, he had a little bit to go. He didn't have like a super... I mean, he had a rough life, but like he, he always made the best of it. And... He realizes that there's like this whole extra market of uh, basically his people, Chicanos, uh, that aren't really not buying Frito-Lay snacks anymore because they want something spicier. So it's the story of how like rags to riches where he went from nothing and he figured out, hey, uh, there's this whole other market that you're not selling to Frito-Lay. And apparently the early 90s PepsiCo who owned Frito-Lay wasn't doing great. It, It was a really interesting story. It's it's sort of a paint by numbers kind of like retelling, especially in the beginning where they bury the lead. We're like, "Hey, I'm rich. You want to see how it happened?"
2: It's yet another one of those. It's not really a biopic. It's more of a corporate biopic. Yeah, you know, just, just like we, we've had that with Air and uh, Tetris was that to some degree. And yeah, those have been good movies. Uh, I, Tetris, is my favorite film of the year so far. But um, yeah, it's just it's another one of those type of movies, which um, we even got more of those coming down the block. Yeah, and the I soon. haven't
3: seen Tetris yet. Uh but I have seen Air, which I was just like, nah, I look, that's cool and all, but then I was proven wrong. It's like, wow, an actual compelling story out of the most famous shoes ever. Okay. But <laughs> Yeah, who'd have thought they had, like biopics about companies? I mean, you know, uh, Facebook
2: or uh, social social kinda kicked that off. Yeah, and you hear about a movie about how a corporation got formed. You're you're like, well, how's that going to work? Yeah. <laughs> and-, uh,
3: and as for flaming hot, I feel like it is a bit paint by numbers, but that's not necessarily always a bad thing because, like, okay, you recognize no. it, you see where the structure is going, you can see. Oh, okay, I want to see how this unfolds, and uh, it's it's a bit of a good result. At times, it is formulaic to a fault. And it is also, like, feels sanitized in plenty of ways. Well, as we brought up with uh, the social network and air, it's like, oh, yeah, I know. You can actually see the shit these people are going through. And bear in mind, yes, this does bring up that Reagan once again fucked over everyone. But it's like, yeah. OK, whatever. Wh- wh- what else is going wrong with this company?
1: That seems like the only speed bump. I, I think it's to also me- to
2: racism, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me I think what what was not as strong was the second uh act like downfall. Like I felt that, I felt all the stakes were very low, not sizzling, you know. I felt everything especially cuz again we get that preamble in the beginning where it's like, yeah, I'm already rich. You want to figure out why? Um, yeah, and that can so- Again, sometimes it's like,
3: okay, I want to see how this goes. But you know, it's like, well, I I know it's gonna be okay for you. But but again, that shouldn't affect things too much. Cause I will say Jesse Garcia as Richard Montanez is great. Like he is holding this movie together. He is <laughs> oh, very charismatic. He's oh yeah, he is so smooth, so charismatic. Just and it's just like, I do want to believe in this guy. I, I honestly do, because he really is fucking trying.
2: It's so likable that, like, even even when he's doing crime, you, you still like him, and you want him to succeed, you want him to pull out himself out of this wreck, and you just, you know, swallow his pride and get whatever he can. And really, he doesn't have that whole lot of pride once he has you know, for kids. You know's that, like you got to do what you got to do, and he really has to work hard to get a job because, like, yeah, with his background, his lack of education, and even his race, it's, it was very hard for him to, to get hired. Just some people would just say, "Oh, don't want to hire anymore." Yeah, you know, uh, and you know, I mean, I, I, we, we've had experiences uh, with how hard the economy is, but you know, we're, we're Caucasian, so um, you know, it's got to be harder for someone who's like a person of color, especially um, during that time.
3: Like, okay, I will say I do like Matt Walsh in this movie. And thankfully it's not horrible, bigoted, way into teenage girls, and they're trans women to a point where it's fetishistic. Yeah. What is woman? Matt Walsh. No, this is a good Matt Walsh, the character actor, comedian and most beloved from Upright Citizens Brigade. And, yes. And one of, and one the, of the, the most the
2: guy who actually played a Nazi on community and hits as opposed to an actual Nazi.
1: And one, <laughs> yeah.
3: and one of the and one of the more lovable sad sacks that wasn't Tony Hale on Veep. So I I really liked him. I also liked
1: the little bits we got with uh Tony Shaloub. I didn't realize that was Shaloub until the credits rolled like I was watching it with a friend and I'm like I can't I know this face I know this person why can't I figure it out and it, it you know his card slides by I'm like I, f- I felt like such a fucking idiot I, I,
3: I will say he is a, he's, a,
1: he's a Wisconsin man
3: yeah I, I will say he is a little bit more fun when this movie is you know kind of blatantly cribbing that uh bit from Ant-Man where Michael Peña tells a story and it's like everyone else is explained. but it's like they they still did a good job with it like it's some of the most entertaining things to see a bunch of white as wonderbread fucking boardroom executives suddenly Talk like a fucking Chicano, Talking Chicano get, yeah. get gangster <laughs> and wanting to to just throw one of them out the fucking window. It it honestly is hilarious. It's like when it works, it does work. It certainly does.
1: Yeah, this is the type of movie I could see myself editing where uh, the camera department, the post-production department really knew what they were doing because there's a lot of whip transitions and they. I love kinetic editing. I think it's something that it can't be done for everything, but like with a movie like this and how playful it is. Oh, yeah. And when they do those types of like uh, vignettes.
2: <laughs> it's really nice it, to see like an actor turned director who does show some visual flair because this is Eva Longoria directing who is best known for what? The Desperate Housewives. Desperate and,
1: Housewives. Yeah.
2: And this is her first narrative feature. I, I, I saw she directed a bunch of TV and she directed a documentary, but I think this is like our first narrative feature. And not, not since maybe a garden state have i seen like an actor take on a directorial debut and actually show like oh wow this isn't you know just paint by numbers point and shoot it's like there's some flair to um how you know how it's shot how it's edited and that's that's something that i'm always very impressed by you want know, to see that
3: yeah i was gonna say i was very curious how ava longoria would do this because yeah she has done uh it, like she's directed uh plenty of shows i watched like blackish the mech and uh why women kill so I was very curious as to how she would do with, you know, a, a feature-length film, and I've and I walked away thinking, yeah, she actually did a pretty damn good job. This is a nice debut, even with how paint by numbers and bare bones that you know the story she was given is. And I do know she's an executive producer on this as well, so you know, very heavily vested in the story. But I will say, it isn't going to like stand out too far out for me come the end of the year when I outside of thinking, yeah, Jesse Garcia was amazing. That's one of my favorite performances of this year so far. He's honestly the best part of it. He he really
1: is. I would inject that a little Dennis Hayes birth kind of okay, like yeah, he was, was really... the cherry on top of the whole thing. But yeah, he was great too. When it comes down to it, and Mike, you alluded to this before, we be three white people. You know, um, I, I think this is going to hit better in the community that it's actually aimed at. Like anybody can enjoy a movie. Right. But we're starting to finally get more consistent content. That's just not a bunch of white people. Right. Like who's the two white people in this are what Tony Shaloub and Matt Walsh basically.
3: Yeah,
1: it's happening a lot more and more. And maybe, Jordan, this one specifically hit for you, even though you're giving it really good marks. I do think there's another person out there. A lot more people out there that this might be their favorite movie of the year just because of the representation. And and, I, and I'm not like knocking you or anything. No, I, I'm just, no,
3: trust, no, trust me. I fucking get it because I I would do the same if I, saw, I, I even saw like an extraordinary film that had like excellent storytelling with a major queer or trans perspective like I get it in that one that's like 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 why Mitchell's Versus the Machines was my favorite movie of 2021 why and also like why I was so fucking disappointed in Day slash Them because
1: oh yeah that was a disappointment
2: <sighs> that, that title rings a bell but I don't know if I remember what that was
1: yeah, it's just underwhelming. It's going to take a long time for us to get there. But more films like this, and, and not that this is the first film to, you know, represent this culture by any means. But it the frequency in which these movies are coming out, the fact that it's on Disney Plus and Hulu.
2: It, it, it's it's a corporate biopic with, the, with that doesn't have predominantly white, like not, not a white person at the charge. And I think that's what's yeah. really going to appeal to people. is that they're going to see it as empowering. Um, To see, like, oh, yeah, I, I too, can come from nothing or even, you know, what some people would even consider below nothing and and come up with a million-dollar, a billion-dollar idea even and, you know, reap the rewards out of it through hard work and determination and hopefully, you know, getting through uh, that that barrier of of race.
3: See, that's a story I would actually like to hear because I'm getting, because honestly, I am sick of that cis- uh cisgender heteronormative just like this version of it I, 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 I'm just getting fucking sick and tired of it just give me some different fucking perspectives and it's like also I did really like the family in this like this I will say like the most cheerful part of the movie is when they are creating the flaming Hot Cheetos like when they're buying all the chilies and just all the different chilies and, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's and just a just, colossal family effort Yeah, especially after a greatly emotional scene that really helps show off uh, Jesse Garcia's great range where he finally tells off what a piece of
1: shit his father played by Emilio Rivera is. That scene was especially when like he tries to walk out and Vacho tries one more time and like. You can see Richard like totally pull himself back, like he had to physically and mentally do it 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 was a really good moment, oh yeah, oh yeah emotionally scarring, but really good no
3: it, 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 in in many ways because I am also just like i I gotta deal with some of that shit in my family, yeah, it's yeah this is a really good movie. I was surprised by this, it's like I'm. Because I did kind of take on this assignment, being like, "Okay, let's see if you make a movie about cheetahs." Exciting. It almost reached that. It was good. It's it, it, it. It's very good. It's a. It's a very good. Uh, director feature directorial debut for Ava Longoria, who actually does show she does have some flair for camera placement and movement, and isn't basically going by like paint by numbers. Even if the story at times does, and Jesse Garcia puts in one of the best performances I have seen this year so far, and most likely one of the best performances I'll see all year, because he is very charming, charismatic, and it's like I I do believe in him. I want to I want to see him succeed because I've kind of I went unemployed for eight straight fucking years after film school. All right, you. Jesus Christ, you you know how many times I wish someone just took a goddamn chance on me? Yeah, then maybe I wouldn't have taken a grippy socks vacation, but I digress. Uh, Wonderful editing, great performances help uh, bolster up a film that barely gets over mediocre, personally. So I'm going to give this like 7 out of 10... Uh flamin' hot Cheeto casseroles, which I'm pretty sure some white people are gonna try and fucking do, and I I hate thinking about that. I mean,
2: I'm, I'm echoing a lot of what what George said, it's 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 a, it's very entertaining. It it may not be like the best corporate biopic kind of move, but damn, it, it it succeeds in in a lot of ways. Uh, the, the the direction, the acting, uh, the lead is very charismatic, the cast is great. Like, there's a lot of uh, great chemistry among everyone. <laughs> I did read up on on the story afterwards and there are claims that like the lobby was fabricated, that this guy somehow a bullshit us. and what and some tells me that's a lot of corporate Shit, trying to cover their own asses, but there's still like even if there was any kind of BS to it, there's still a lot of truth to it. Um, from like, you know, where it came from and how he got in. And I think that in and of itself is inspiring. And um even then it just a movies don't have to be entirely factual, if uh, necessarily. Um just as long as you enjoy the ride and, and get some good out of it, which I certainly did. Um, it almost made me want to break the diet and start eating Cheetos again. Um, but no, um I'm gonna give it um seven out of ten flaming hot Cheetos.
1: I like this movie. I really dug it. But again, and we've we've alluded to this, this is a corporate movie. Like, it's got their branding all over it, right? Like, when you leave the theater or when you leave your house after watching this, you're going to buy a bag of Cheetos. Even in the movie, uh, Roger Enrico, who's the CEO of PepsiCo in the movie, played by Tony Shalhoub, when he gets Richard's idea and starts moving with it, it's not popular at first. And there's still like a a C-suite executive like, well, do we really want to make these dumb spicy snacks? And Rogers basically says, like, look, man, don't you realize, like, this is about money. This is about finding a new market. Like they lay it out as plain as day. So to say that overall, like this movie is inspiring and basically it's capitalism, the movie, but framed in. Okay, well we already know there's a bunch of white people that made a lot of money. What happens when we, you know, let somebody from the bottom make their way to the top and it's inspiring and cool in a way, but at the same time it's still a movie about snacks. Um so I think that's why like ultimately it's not like the best movie ever, but I kind of kick all that aside and just, you know, Jesse Garcia, he's, you know, he's he's an actor like these are all actors. They're paid to play a part. So it's not on them to, you know, make sense of all these uh, politics and capitalism and all this shit. Uh, What I'm basically trying to say is if you kind of take out all that, it's a really good movie and a pretty decent story. Uh, Like we said, well acted, well edited uh, above above average on every level. Which makes it a really good movie to watch. And again, I was at a park with uh, some of my kids' friends. We kind of live in a uh, mixed community, different than what I would have grown up in. So uh, a lot of people are uh, Hispanic in my neighborhood. And I asked, or I just brought it up like, hey, I'm going to review this movie called Flame and Hot. Like, oh, my God, we loved it so much and blah, blah, blah. Like, they were so super excited to talk about it. So again, there you go. This job. It did its job exactly. So I'm gonna go above seven. I'm gonna go seven and a half out of ten. Uh, I know we just say Cheeto everything, but uh, Cheeto dust hands,
3: which I found hilarious. They focused on that with Tony Shalhoub, who is most well known as Adrian Monk. Monk. Yeah, <laughs> which, which again was just like that's kind of the funniest thing in this fucking movie to me because I am just now imagining this as a multiverse story and thinking how much hell he must be in.